Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined with Kenny Sargent, Crash Gladys, and Statman. Here's the Freaks. What's going on, Freak Nation? A big Sunday night for all of us here. Why? Well, uh, Formula One continues to kick some ass. And there's a story coming out where it may cost someone a whole hell of a lot of money to continue to broadcast Formula One after this season. All right? That story's coming up. Also coming up in the show, Martinsville last night, kind of a snoozer. What was that, Suave? You tweeted out something like uh, uh, the Chase Elliott Love... What was it? Uh, Chase Elliott Love Fest early on? Is that what the hell you were talking about? It was the Chase Elliott show through the first 200 laps because he was he led all of them pretty much. And then it turned into the William Byron show in the second right. half. It was just, I think I fell asleep three different times. Took four different naps. That's good. That's good for your health, though. So, well done. Now, get this. Since you brought up, obviously, Chase Elliott and William Byron, they both drive for Team Hendrick. Team Hendrick, Hendrick Motorsports, at this race last night, surpassed 10,000 laps led at that track. No team has ever gone to that number in any track on the circuit. That's the first time ever one team has led 10,000 laps at a place. Specifically at Martin. That's not a cookie cutter by any stretch, Mm -hmm. stat man. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a you got to drive that damn car at Martinsville. Well, they say it's a paperclip instead of a cookie cutter. So, and they have curves on the inside. It's the weirdest place. It's the shortest track that they race on. It's just a weird place. Uh, And, uh, Richie, the craziness of saying that he led 200 laps (laughs) and then somebody else took over. That's pretty insane. I think it was 200 of 400, 400 laps. That just, I don't care how short they are, 400 laps. But wouldn't you know it, though, Statman, you've got the Cup Series Saturday night. I like, again, I like racing at night. Yes, more please. Yeah, I don't care what it is, whether it's motorcycles, uh, four-wheel, whatever. It's just, but we had the Infinity race the night before where the only headline, Xfinity, sorry. Xfinity Series race, the headline for that was just Ty Gibbs and uh, Sam Mayer getting it. And Sam Mayer, damn it, you know someone had to reach across the freaking aisle to him say, bro, never take your helmet off when you're about to get in a fight. It's, it's the it be stat. You said it last week. Go ahead and refer to it again this week with the infamous uh, fight on the backstretch at Daytona. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, Bobby Allison, one of the top three quotes of the last 22 years. I just don't understand. The man kept taking his face and hitting my fist with it. (laughs) (laughs) And you saw the post photo of Sam Mayer. Those are freaking dingers on his face. Oh, he has, can't talk. He has a swollen eye. Yeah. Yeah. Ty Ty, Ty clocked him. The first, the first shot just, he he got him unawares and uh, unprotected and bam, it took him almost took him down. It was it was uh, for a teenager that was a pretty good shot. I thought about you, Stat <laughs> Man, when I was when I was pairing my socks together this this afternoon. I thought, man, I've got socks older than freaking 
uh, Ty Gibbs. And uh, and collectively, my socks weigh more than Ty Gibbs. Yeah, right. Which, exactly. I mean, how he was able to connect with Sam Mayer with those punches. I mean, those were like, again, his grand, his grandpappy, Joe Gibbs. Listen, Joe Joe Gibbs has some guns, and again, he know he had some of the biggest damn convicts when he was coaching Washington uh-huh. at the time. So I'm sure Joe Gibbs has shown him how to freaking give a punch from time to time. You hear that crash? Uh, that, I know that's straight out of a cowboy's uh, <laughs> melon. So exactly, yeah, I'm exactly. sure that the, I'm sure that somewhere in uh, Washington football team land, or what do they call now? The Commodores, the command commanders, commanders. I'm sure that somewhere <laughs> in commanders land, there's, they talk, say the same thing about the Cowboys. I'd love to have them, the Commodores and they just start playing Lionel Richie every time they come out on the field. <laughs> Hello. Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> We're the Washington commanders. Hello. <laughs> Hey, real quick, back to the cup race, though. Okay, there were a total of 403 laps last night, all Mm -hmm. right? Someone did lead more than 200, but it wasn't Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott led a measly 185, all right? So there's that. Combined with William Byron's 212, they led all but six laps. All but six laps of that race last night. 397. That's insane. Terry Lee Baggett chiming in on our YouTube Facebook Live hit. Sucker Punch, Punk. His is coming for sure. Going to resume this affiliates and get us some Crash Gladys pit news and notes coming up from Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. By the way, Speed Freaks, <laughs> we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates, Freak Nation. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Cynthia Gauthier driving the Lucas Oil Stabilizer, the Stabilizer Monster Truck for Monster Jam. And a little home turfing today and yesterday at Lucas Oil Stadium. Cynthia Gauthier will join us in about five minutes here. I don't know who that is, but Cynthia Gauthier will be joining us for sure. Stop it with that, man. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com to find out how you can get up to $70 back with a Visa prepaid card by buying four qualifying passenger tires from General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher? All right, Supercross raced its third Triple Crown in St. Louis this weekend. And in the top series, the 450s, there were three different winners. Chase Sexton, Marvin Muskin, and Eli Tomac. Muskin took the overall win due to his consistency while finishing second in the other two mains. In the 250s, Jet Lawrence took the first two motos, but ended up second overall in the night due to a big crash in the third race. RJ Hampshire, who won that third moto, was overall victorious on the night again because of the same thing, consistency. Friday's racing in Missouri for the World of Outlaws was canceled due to cold temperatures, but Saturday saw a new multi-time winner in victory lane as Jacob Allen led the final three laps. He gave Brady Bacon a little nudge, and then he drove on to take home the $15,000 takes-all purse. NASCAR raced at night this weekend, the most explosive race being, we just talked about it, the Friday night fight, the Xfinity Series, two overtimes, and Sam Mayer and Ty Gibbs throwing punches. And the guy with the with the swollen eye, Sam Mayer, says that they were weak punches. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. All right, celebrating the victory, though, was Brandon Jones, his first win since 2020. The same driver who won the Truck Series race on Thursday night took home the Grandfather Clock Trophy on Saturday night in the Cup Series as well. It was domination and pit strategy for William Byron on Thursday 
And again, team domination like we've been talking about for the win on Saturday. Hendrick Motorsports can now boast of leading 10,000 laps at Martinsville, the first team to be able to say that at any track. Formula One race down under. They put on a crazy show in their return to Oz. How's that 2022 car coming along, Max? Another blow up. Say it isn't so. Statman, you called it before the season started. Max Verstappen's luck is almost word for word how you predicted. And with that assist, Charles Leclerc cruised to another win on the season with such a powerful ride. IndyCar and IMSA rounded out the weekend in the Long Beach Grand Prix. First in IMSA, Sebastian Bourdais started on pole, pulled out and began lapping the GTD cars when then he made a mistake and he hit the wall. When he restarted, he was last. He went from first to last to first again. More on the Long Beach Grand Prix later with Joseph Newgarden, your winner also in IndyCar. Freak Nation, our buds at General Tire want to give you 70 bucks back on a Visa prepaid card. How do you get it? Well, you buy four qualifying passenger tires from General Tire up to 70 bucks back. Uh, We're not talking these high performance bad boys you see in the Arca series. Passenger tires. You follow me? For more information, go to GeneralTire.com. GeneralTire.com. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. And of course, the official tire of the Freak Nation. It works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. Hey, I'm Kyle Busch. The biggest racing weekend ever at Worldwide Technology Raceway is coming June 3rd through the 5th. The party starts Thursday with a NASCAR Fan Fest and Hauler Parade at Ballpark Village. Cup practice and truck qualifying on Friday, Cup qualifying and the Toyota 200 on Saturday, and it all wraps up on Sunday with the Enjoy Illinois 300. This is the first time in a lifetime to see the NASCAR Cup Series at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Go to WorldwideTechnologyRaceway.com to get your tickets now. Brought to you in part by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7, 365. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined.
Nation coming up. Cynthia Gaultier will be joining us here in the Freak Nation or Crasher. Do you? Do you? That was right. Was was that much better? Yes, because beforehand, and she needs to make fun of you for this. You were calling her Gaultier. No, it's Gaultier. I because she's French, French Canadian. So come on, you got to get it right. Listen, what is the pro- <laughs> Cynthia? Hi, Cynthia. Uh, you- Hi. Is it Gaultier or Gaultier? What do I do here? Gaultier. Jesus, man, I've been screwing it up the entire time. (laughs) Man. Well, first of all, welcome back in the Freak Nation. Good to get you in here. And uh, seeing what happened over the weekend with you, uh, all the other monster trucks with Monster Jam at Lucas Oil Stadium, I'm surprised you were able to find time to join us here in the Freak Nation. (laughs) Have you been able to catch your breath at all? Oh, yeah, it's not too bad. I have to catch a flight in a couple hours, but uh, (laughs) other than that, I'm just packing my bag and... uh, Kind of relaxing. It was a pretty busy weekend, but a fun one. Is that tough for you? This is probably a new experience for you. When you have a big time partner like Lucas Oil, you know, not only do you roll into their home city, you roll into a damn stadium that's <laughs> named after the guys. Did Were you able to compartmentalize that and put it aside when you were in the truck? Honestly, it was kind of funny because every driver was looking at me yesterday like, are you okay? It's going to be fine. And I was not really that stressed out. But I feel like when I hit the track, the stress got really big. And I definitely felt like I had a little bit more pressure. Um, But today, after like having such a bad day yesterday, today I was just like, I'm going for it. Like, I I don't want to leave the stadium without having a good freestyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's if I saw your schedule correctly, and I don't think I did. I think there's more than what I saw. You had interview after interview after interview, autograph after autograph after autograph. What was one of the craziest things you did in Indianapolis this weekend? Ah, oh, so many things. I mean, there's two things that it definitely out of the driving part, but um, I got to give one of the mini monster truck that we actually fabricate at the fab shop, fab shop at Lucas Oil. So I actually got to give one of those to a kid that uh, been to the hospital. So that was a cool moment. Mm. And I also got to put a little sticker for one of um, an employee that worked for Lucasol that had cancer. So that was kind of cool. I got to put a little uh, ribbon for him on my truck. Mm. So after my run of freestyle, I was like pointing at it. I was like, that that freestyle was for you. Awesome. Oh, wow. I saw that on Instagram and I'm like, okay, I clearly I need to get filled in here. Good for you. Good for you. I that's yeah, that's pretty much what makes anything in sports go round. I mean, it's it comes down to the people. It comes down to the people supporting you. And you know what? The athleticism part of it and the entertainment part of it is secondary. Yeah. Yesterday was uh, was a little bit hard. Um, I had a really bad hit. Uh, one of the jump is usually not as steep, but it was really steep. And I had some chassis damage. And that's one of the hardest things for Monster Truck. When we do chassis damage, we don't have a fab shop in our trailer. So um, we do have some tubing and we have a welder. But um, So last night, the crew guys stay until 2 a.m. And they came back at like 6 a.m. So they... They barely slept um, to make sure the truck was ready to go. They had a lot of fabrication to do on my truck. I actually got to do some welding with the Lincoln Electric <laughs> Welder. So that was yes. fun. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a little uh, little movement day yesterday. Mm. I'll you bet made it through. 
I'll bet you that all the motorsports you've done, the Mint 400, that you probably, it sounds like you like the monster trucks a little better because you get a chance to interact with the kids. And I know when I saw the kids' faces, when we would go to those events, that made it all worthwhile. It's so funny because with, with COVID, we had restriction, but now all the restrictions are out. Um, but I feed off the energy from the fans. Like, I don't think I could do a performance without fans in the stands. So it's really funny. But like, if I don't hear or feel that energy, I don't go big. Like, it's it's really weird. And uh, in this stadium, it was almost a sold out crowd last night today we had a pretty good crowd and people love that brand new monster jam truck so um, they especially love the horn every time i hit the horn like, the kids were like bah, bah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. i bet to the kids the kids also all the little boys that i've seen at those things they probably come up to you and say you gotta blow the horn when you come up there they probably make a big deal out of that don't they they do and like it's it's the funniest part, but last night I had a rough night and had Oops. Oh, shoot. And we love you. Like, it means so much to me. Wow. Absolutely. I bet you, I bet you, you had a good time. It looks like it. How did you do? You told us that you were saving up for your freestyle today. <laughs> How did you do? So today was really good. I had a fast pass in racing. So I actually won uh, first round. Uh, second round, I went against Gravedigger. That is adamant. Oh. Oh, it's really hard to beat. Super consistent. So I actually lost, but I had a good pass. So I was kind of happy overall. So I finished fifth uh, overall in racing on 12. So it was decent. Uh, for skill challenge, I actually tried something new because of the chassis. I did not want to take the risk of hitting the backside of my chassis. So um, I tried something new. Uh, it kind of worked, but I uh, overreacted on the gas and I almost did a front flip. So um, that was a little bit funny. Uh, but for freestyle, I had some good hair. And at one point, my time. Oh, oh, we shoot. just lost her. Oh, there. Keep, keep going. My, my family my family's trying to call me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a freestyle interview here for a minute. Yeah. yeah. Wait, mom. No, so, so in freestyle, I actually had the tire that was going down, and I could feel it because every jump, I could feel the truck try to lean and lean and more. And at one point, I went upside down, and I had a cool save. I hit a really big ramp and I was like, I'm going for the backflip before my tire is really done. Oh. So I went with on the backflip with a bad tire and I did a kind of like a backflip save and came back on four. And after that, I was done. The tire was done. I broke a couple parts in the front, but it was worth it. The crowd loved it. And um, I lost like part of my body. All of that last five minutes. <laughs> was for all of the idiots out there who say that Monster Jam and Monster Trucks aren't for real, that it's like wrestling. You're actually out there competing and trying tricks, and uh, you're competing against somebody else one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, it would be hard to stage Monster Truck because you cannot plan for it. I mean, you never know what part's going to break or what's going to happen, so I don't think it would be easy to 
like trick, you know, a, a competition. But uh, I mean, sometimes, you know, during summer, sometimes we feel like only one or two person can do backflips. So that's like a little bit less competitor, I feel like. But <laughs> during um, the first quarter, it's like super, the points are so important and everybody mm -hmm. have the same mm -hmm. green light. So that's like the fun part. It's like everybody's competing and have the same green light. They can, everybody can do backflips. So that's the fun part. And um, I mean, the war final is coming up. So the points are really tight right now her name is cynthia gaultier joining us here in the freak nation driving the lucas oil stabilizer monster truck and you talked about your hard hit how does your body feel after a after a monster truck run do you get in the hot tub there at the at the hotel or, or, or you get a massage what happens uh, honestly, I feel pretty good. I uh, train a lot in my body, so uh, I feel like I have a lot of muscle for all the impact. But yesterday was a really, really hard hit on the back, and there's no suspension when you land like a wheelie. Um, so I definitely can feel it uh, in my back right now. It's more like a bruise than um, like intern. Um, but you know what? In two days, I'll be fine. It's it's part of the sport. You know, you'll you'll be sore. Um, but the fact that I have a lot of muscle definitely helped. Like, I don't understand the people who don't work out, like how <laughs> can they manage all those impact without the muscle? You need to get back to that dog of yours. You need some cuddle time. Man. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, this is one that I forgot to ask. Let's say you're the latter, latter part of the field for freestyle, but you see someone ahead of you drop something out there. They go, you know what? I don't have a chance unless I do this. Do you change Can you change up your freestyle to, to, oh, yeah. to really go big? Oh, yeah, definitely. But I feel like it's it's harder to go first than it's harder mm -hmm. to go last. It's kind of funny to say, but um, the jump change every weekend. So today I had to go first because last night I broke early and did not get mm -hmm. any score. So going first, like I didn't know how each jump would react or like, so it's, it helped me sometimes to see other competitors hitting the track and I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to do the mistake you just did, or I'm going to change this and you can adjust your freestyle. Um, and it's hard to plan a freestyle because like I said, you never know sometimes what the truck's going to do. Sometimes we have a bad rebound and you want to go left, but the truck go right. So you're like, I'm just going to go right. So I try to plan like the four first hit. And after it's just like, I'm just going with the flow, whatever is easy to get and will make like good impression. I'm all for it. Oh, wow. What time's your flight, Cynthia? Uh, 5 a.m. So <laughs> oh, international, I'm going back to Canada. I have to uh, be up at like three. So it should be a short night. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Those early morning flights. Well, okay. Here real quick, before we let you go, something was put up on the Lucas oil social media this weekend. If you were to hand the keys over from your monster truck to the Lucas family, Morgan Lucas and his wife, Katie Lucas, which one do you think would win out in freestyle? So we actually gave the opportunity to Morgan to come actually test out a monster truck. But usually when we let them test out, it's only like on the track, you know, do a little circle. But Morgan is going to do the full experience. He's coming to Paxton and he'll get to jump and oh. do wheelie and do like donuts. So that's going to be pretty exciting. Stop but it. honestly, like. The girl power, I feel like his wife could do pretty good. I would be oh, yeah. interesting to see her drive. It's awesome. Girl power, absolutely. Let's go, Katie. <laughs> the Lucas Oil Stabilizer, Freak Nation, don't miss it. Coming to an area near you with Monster Jam, Cynthia Gautier, the driver 
of the Lucas Oil Stabilizer. Cynthia, thank you for doing this. We know it's been a long couple of days for you. All right. Safe travels. Bye. All right, Bye. Cynthia here in the Freak Nation. She's awesome. Her personality is just so infectious. Yep. I mean, I've seen a lot of the Monster Truck interviews recently because it just seems like there's a new, in my opinion, there's just a new crop that is just so vibrant and everybody just is fun to talk to. And I don't know. She's just the epitome. She's amazing. She's awesome. Suave, you're the residential millennial. Uh, you as a kid, I know that uh, your old man used to take you to some Diamondbacks games. Did they ever take you to a Monster Jam event? No, I wasn't. I wasn't big. I wasn't big into the 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 cars and the Monster Jams and the trucks when I was a kid. So I was more. I was all about um, more about the uh, the bat size and and. I was more into that than I was the size of an engine. Let's just say that. How did you become a motorhead? Because you you liked NASCAR before we met you many many years ago, but and now you're like really good at everything. That's that's where my that's where my motorsports history began and began and ended before I I joined the freaks many years ago was was NASCAR. I was a NASCAR fan. That was it. Couldn't tell you what an Indy car is. Couldn't tell you what a Formula One car is. Couldn't tell you anything about Supercross, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And now I've learned to enjoy everything mm-hmm. since then. And I've become a much bigger fan of pretty much every motorsport there is, uh, especially seeing most of them live now, more so than I have ever have in the past, too. Nice. That is true. For cats your age, Stat and I've talked about this, how wide world of sports is where we used to get our motorsports from time to time. The U.S. Nationals, you'd see NHRA once or twice a year, and it, it would be tape delayed the next week or two. Hmm. But you can find live motorsports somewhere, anywhere, uh, when it's on. I mean, Richie, you were frank about it. You used to pirate it off of other people's accounts. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Are we sure the statute of limitations has run out on all of that? Yeah, yeah. That wasn't Richie. That was his friend. Yeah, his that close his friend. friend. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Stad, remember when people used to remember how they you, you could get up on your cable? Well, I never did it. I was told you could oh. get up on someone else's cable box up on the telephone pole and hook up your cable and splice in there and get some some free. Man, we are a cheap society. Well, I don't. I don't yeah. know about that. I would. I you know. I I wouldn't know what that's about. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that at all. Well, I tell you what, Formula One, they um, they certainly don't want you cheating on their value because they're about to raise some rates, according to one article that we're going to present to you. And it's uh, is it worth it, given the popularity of Formula One right now? Is it worth the kind of blow that they're going to be asking for? There's that. We're also going to go with... Benny Blows, who Bloss, excuse me, Benny Bloss, who ran the Supercross race last night in St. Louis. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Arca Series pilot Raja Carruth here are the Freaks. But first, how about your stat man scat? Competition is hard. It's tough to look someone in the eye and tell them, I'm better than you are. Uh, proving it is difficult in the extreme. That's why it requires a certain mindset in any competition, but especially a non-team competition where you're one-on-one against someone who thinks just like you do. I read some comments from IndyCar driver Pato Award this weekend. Pato told Marshall Pruitt he was trying to find his center again. 
This was after a great season last year that was full of celebrations and smiles. So many that Award spent the offseason flirting with McLaren F1. Funny what a new year brings, though. We're very early in the IndyCar season, but Award admits to struggling and listening to the voices in his ears and head. They're telling him to do this and that with results that are down from last year. So hard to stay in your head, not your ears, though. Ask the greats like Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, and Tiger Woods. Takes more than talent to rise to the top and stay there. That's why success is so confusing. The difference between winning and losing is but a blink, a shadow at the center of oneself. It's tough to find sometimes. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, this segment brought to you by good friends at General Tire. You go to GeneralTire.com to find out how you could save up to 70 bucks. Get yourself a Visa prepaid card with four qualifying passenger tires from General Tires. Go to GeneralTire.com. You got now through the end of the month to save up to 70 bucks with four qualifying tires from General Tire. The Formula One story I want to save for the next segment because we got to hit uh, the hard break in about four and a half minutes. Ah. What I would like to do is, uh, again, Statman with uh, with some bragging rights, Freak Nation. Uh, look at that. What is the hell's going, what the hell is going That's on, Statman? Romain Grosjean. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're listening to us, Freak Nation, uh, we've got a graphic up in regards to our Beat the Freak contest for a set of general tires. And David, sorry, Dave, uh, you came in last there, my friend, with 57 points. Statman with 90. Crasher and I in between. Both of those. Uh, Statman, did you take a victory lap with this, buddy? Yeah, I could take a victory lap, but uh, that's just the beginning. There will be more. Oh. oh, and wait a minute. Didn't you win last week, too? I've won the Aren't last three two? weeks. Oh! Don't believe him, Crash. <laughs> but, you know, hey, and I'm just I'm just stating the fact, you know. Yeah, looking at the momentum slightly changing in IndyCar right now, I, and all I mean is from these first three races of the season. I'm not talking about the new generation of talent, but yeah, the the good names to pick are Romain Grosjean and Pato Award. They've got some, they've got some changes that have been showing up mildly, and Romain Grosjean is just chomping at the bit. I bet he wins Barber. Yeah, if he gets to a, a racetrack with a regular track and not a speedway. Not a road course, not walls. If he gets to a real racetrack, he might do a lot better. Oh, so, that's the next one is Barber. So, so yeah. Statman, yeah. you won that beat the freak contest by picking Simon Pagino, who ended up in the freaking flowers at the fountain. <laughs> he did. How in the yeah. hell, Richie? Hey, I did. What's it? Ask Richie. You know, I, that surprised me, but I had Grosjean and. Uh, I had who else did I have? I had Dixon or Power. I had Dixon, and Dixon finished in the top six, I think. Yeah, but Kenny, all of us Mm -hmm. had Colton Herta, and he went out because I know David, and he went out before Simon Pagano, so that dropped all of us down. So yeah, yeah, including David. The uh, no, I had. uh, Hold on, you want to file a complaint? You can do that. 
to my email address and our department of facilitation will get back to you in 60 to 90 days facilitation <laughs> i love it facilitation at speedfreaks.tv yeah the dof that man the department of facilitation <laughs> Make that email right now. Yeah. DOS. Yeah, I, I couldn't even spell facilitation. That sounds like something that would bring out the vice squad for crying out loud. Hey, hey, our eight-year-old said freaking metamorphosis today oh, at, yeah. at, at breakfast. She was telling me how the. No, no, no. It wasn't just regular metamorphosis. Uh, it was complete, complete metamorphosis versus incomplete. And she was giving us this whole diatribe. And I'm like, who are you? What's going on, what? man? It's I just good. got a whole lot of socks. That's all that matters. Just folding those bad boys this morning. I think it's that man. That socks older than Ty Gibbs. They weigh more than that some bitch too. Hey, Freak Nation, <laughs> coming up. Formula One is just uh, kicking some major league at. Well, they're getting numbers that we've never seen uh, in the United States. It's second to soccer. When it comes to the world view, but here in the United States, holy smokes, it's kicking some ass. And Liberty Media, who owns Formula One, they're going to try and ride the coattails while they can. And they're, I'm curious what you think, Brick Nation. I'm not going to give the number right now because I want you to stick around. They're asking for a significant more amount of dollars to broadcast their races, to just flip the freaking switch. That's it. They just bring on Sky Sports and bam, there you go. Uh, that's coming up. Plus, Kyle P- Bush gets a uh, pouty about dirt. <laughs> we'll get to that. And we got to show the damn fight between Sam Mayer and Skip Jack Central. Uh, Ty Gibbs. Ty Gibbs. Right? Facilitation right. Central. Yeah. yeah. That's next. <laughs> Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, our friends at General Tire are back at it, and they want to give you up to $70 on a Visa prepaid card just for purchasing four passenger tires on General Tire from now through April 30th. That's $70, guys. Spring is here, so show off your new tires, your new Generals. It's that easy. Guys, for more information, just check out General Tire. General Tire delivers for whatever life brings your way. And yes, General Tire is the official tire of Speed Freak. Hey, I'm Kyle Busch. The biggest racing weekend ever at Worldwide Technology Raceway is coming June 3rd through the 5th. The party starts Thursday with a NASCAR Fan Fest and Hauler Parade at Ballpark Village. Cup practice and truck qualifying on Friday, cup qualifying and the Toyota 200 on Saturday, and it all wraps up on Sunday with the Enjoy Illinois 300. This is the first time in a lifetime to see the NASCAR Cup Series at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Go to WorldwideTechnologyRaceway.com to get your tickets now. Brought to you in part by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. It works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. 
Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers. General Tire's Grabber X3 all-season mud terrain tire offers aggressive styling engineered for durability with innovative performance features ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling with Speed Freaks since 2001. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Back with the Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios, 22 years coming up in June, June 25th, 2000, we lit up this bad boy. So June 25th, this year, 22 years, man, Lucas Oil Studios. Kyle Busch, he doesn't like, he don't like no dirt. Gonna take a step back. According to Kyle Busch, we'll get to that. Statman, you are a betting man. How much money are you out that uh, Max Verstappen had a couple of DNFs so far this season? I thought it would happen a little later in the year, but I thought I knew he would have troubles because they're trying to do something they haven't done. Honda's backing out and they're taking over the engine development stuff and uh, it's going to cost them. They're, they're having problems. Plus, what I, do you never, say to the- I never thought Verstappen was a disciplined driver, uh, and like even Perez, so his teammate. So uh, it doesn't surprise me at all. That he's having trouble. I can't believe my car broke. I can't Ah. Wow. Nice. Statman with the Oscar. And no, the Oscar goes to. Nobody too. got smacked. No, <laughs> no. Even though you'd like to smack Max Verstappen. Not if now. If you could Will I mean, Smith him, too, you'd love it. It's too late now. You know, he should, should have been smacked at Abu Dhabi last year. But yeah. now he doesn't have uh, Massey to pick up his slack. So uh, he's in trouble. Pick up the slack from the smack. What do you say to those who say Lewis Hamilton, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a bad choice of words here, was pretty much a sham because it is, goes to show you it's been all about the car. Seven championships. <laughs> Come on. Seven <laughs> championships. You can't accidentally get seven championships. Plus, one of those came at uh, McLaren. Uh, 
And when he left, McLaren hadn't barely won since then. So yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's yep. it's it's not just the not just the car. Plus, the problems that he's had have been with the team not knowing they've had his excellence so long that it's very difficult for them to make decisions now that he needs them. Suave, let's bring up that fight for those that are watching us on YouTube, Facebook Live, and Twitch. And for those listening, you probably saw this over the weekend, Saturday, uh, Friday night, the Xfinity Series race at Martinsville. Neither of these drivers ended up winning the race, but they certainly garnered all the coverage. Sam Mayer and Ty Gibbs, who've had a history. Sam Mayer takes his helmet off after the race and pokes the little bear of Ty Gibbs with his helmet on, and Ty Gibbs takes care of the rest. Suave hit it, babe. Oh. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Mean words at each other. Really mean words. They've been racing each other for a long time. Oh, there's a punt. There's a smack. (laughs) Ty Gibbs going after Sam Mayer, and we've got a fight at Martinsville. Mayor is downzo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he ain't letting oh, go. his face is red. Down goes Mayor. Down I mean, goes Mayor. Yeah. That's just, wow. Fight Club 101, don't remove your helmet. Yeah, yeah which should he be more embarrassed about, guys? That he took his helmet off before a fight or a guy that probably weighed 30 pounds less than him <laughs> whooped his butt? Yes. Well, he should, he should be embarrassed for even thinking that he could beat the grandson of a Super Bowl-winning NFL coach. He's probably been smacked down a couple of times by granddaddy, <laughs> teaching him how to keep that hand up. Bam! I told you to keep that hand up. Richie, before we get to Formula One, can you pull out the Kyle Busch audio where we've got uh, Bristol on Dirt coming up? And Kyle Busch, along with Statman's favorite driver from back in the day, uh, according to Kyle, I didn't know that Richard Petty said this, but uh, Richard Petty and Kyle Busch seem to agree about running Bristol coming up Easter weekend on dirt. Here's Kyle Busch while he was hanging out at Martinsville with some uh, press folks. Uh, just know a little bit more about the dirt landscape than I did a year ago, but otherwise the same. Do you feel if, if you- doesn't go as well as people are hoping it does next week. Do you want to, would you be want them to continue the dirt thing at a different track and then more the dirt track or just <laughs> his face? Cut the cord. Okay. How do you really feel? As Richard Petty said, the dirt takes our sport backwards. Okay. I don't know what the hell that means. As Richard Petty said, <laughs> dirt takes our sport backwards. What in the heck? No, it doesn't. Look at what the massive success was in Los Angeles at the Coliseum. Richie was there. I mean, dirt and sand helped to kind of found the sport. I mean, yeah, it was also some liquor runs, but I mean, my God, it's just a part of it. It's a part of your history. The good guys would be embracing that and welcoming it back. It's not every single freaking weekend in and out. It's just what? Two weekends? Two Two little tiny weekends. Yes, weather played a, a problem last year at Bristol. But my God, when the race got off on Monday, it ended up being pretty good. It was a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. He needs to just shut up 
And if he just can't embrace dirt on his own, do what Kyle Larson did today. Kyle Larson knew he had the day off from NASCAR because cup race last night. So he drove his ass up to probably flew to Port Royal Speedway in Pennsylvania and got some dirt late model racing in was leading the race today and then spun out with the help from Earl. Was it Earl Peter Pearson? Pearson. Yeah. So yeah, come on, just, just race more Kyle, get yourself in a dirt late model. It's not that hard. Well, the Academy goes to. <laughs> it just that's that's whining. That's just complete whining. He's one of the best drivers in the sport. I know you guys don't want me to say that because he is a whiner. There's but a shock. Just, just come on. Kyle Busch whining. Who would have thought? Yeah. From the Verstappen school of driver complaints. 101. Man. Cut the cord. You guys are harsh. Cut the cord. Did it, did, it, did anybody hear Richard Petty actually? I don't, what did they mean? It, it sets the the sport back. Yeah, it, there, yeah. There's what, no. What, proof you you play football on real grass. Is it set football back? Castle <laughs> <laughs> turf. You know, if he was winning, it wouldn't set it back. If he was winning, right. he said, "Yeah, let's get out there and I can kick somebody's butt again." But uh, he's not winning, so anytime he goes to the track, he's in. You know, it's like. <laughs> That oh, man again, the oh. Academy Award winning performance impersonating Kyle Bush. Speaking of, trying to teach an eight-year-old how to be a ventriloquist. That's awesome. We'll share that with you later. Oh, we will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. All right. So here in the States, Formula One has become a very popular property. And most of it is due to Drive to Survive now in its second season. No, no, no. Third. Fourth. Four. Yeah, four. Come on, Kenny. Keep up. <laughs> it's, no, it's not his fourth. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the second one you've paid attention to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> so true. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now with that, and now with these increased ratings, and let me back up just a second. What ESPN does with their broadcast with Formula One, if you haven't seen a Formula One race, or if you have, you know what I'm talking about. They just open up the portal for Sky Sports, who covers Formula One. They don't do any production at all. And speaking of no production at all, one of the more appealing things for Formula One is there's no commercials during the race. Zero. They don't t- They don't have 25-lap tire cautions or anything. They take no breaks, which is interesting to me that right now, according to reports, the – Sanctioning fee or media rights fee for ESPN is at $5 million a year, which blew me away. I thought yeah. that was way underpriced to that, begin with. Yes, yes. And then I saw that Liberty Media, who owns Formula One, looks like they're going to ask for an increase upwards of 15 times that amount, upwards of $75 million. That's $75 million per year. Per, per year, yes. That's a lot of Liberty Biberty, huh? Yeah. Oh, dang, man. You just, you won't stop, will you? He's on a roll, folks. Every Sunday night out of the great state of Ohio. Yeah, make sure you tip your waitresses. Mm. Got it. Uh, Statman, Crash, Richie, do you see this happening for one? And do you see it this becoming a bidding war between other networks out there, whether it's Amazon, whether it's oh. Spotify video? Do you because seventy five 
million dollars is nothing to Amazon or Netflix. Yeah. Especially to Netflix. I don't think I don't think ESPN is going to step up. Most commercial based mm-hmm. networks are finding a, looking for ways to cut back on how much their rights fees are. Uh, and F1, the audience has grown enormously. But when you start with one, when you grow to two, that's 100 percent growth. So uh, they, they, you know, the audience is still not large, uh, but you know, Liberty can ask for seventy-five billion, but whether or not they'll get seventy-five million is another issue. They may tell us they got seventy-five million, but I doubt if anybody's going to step up because they couldn't get their money back uh, on that, especially if they start driving people away with commercials every ten minutes. Well, that's the thing. I think that would be the only way that ESPN would put up 75 million a year is to be able to bring commercials back. Cause you're right. How else do you recoup it? There is no financial model that would make sense for just repurposing a TV show and well, not even repurposing, just throwing up what's going on across the world. And <laughs> like Kenny said, flipping a switch. It's like, that's not worth 75 million. I don't care how many people are watching it. Yeah. Mm. Got to make money. They're averaging, yeah, they're averaging about a million viewers per race back at the Bahrain Grand Prix, which opened this this season here in 2022, is the most watched Formula One Grand Prix in the United States since 1995 with over a million and a half Mm. viewers. And so here's the thing. I'm a big NHL hockey fan. NHL would kill for a million viewers. (laughs) So for a IndyCar. national televised game. IndyCar would. Uh, IndyCar would too. Yeah, yep. they killed the. Exactly. Yeah. NHRA would too. I mean, yeah, that, you're right. If and, you see these. A, Go ahead, Richie, real quick. No, I was just saying, a TV landscape that's like so competitive anymore, where I feel like across the board, sports viewership is on the decline. Formula One is the only sport that's headed upwards, and that creates a bidding war. So I have a feeling. We're going to see the end of the ESPN partnership here after this season. It's going to go elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And I I hope, I hope, I hope we still get the commercial free coverage because Sky Sports is perfect. They put on one of the best sports television broadcast in all of professional sports. So I hope we get to keep them. And it's not like bringing in an ESPN or an NBC sports crew to call it from Connecticut in studio and they don't have the resources to cover the sport like sky sports does on a, on, a, on a weekly basis we're putting a graphic up on our live facebook live video and of course youtube and twitch where it's comparing annual media rights totals nfl above and beyond of eight billion almost eight billion dollars per year yeah uh nascar which I believe is going to see a decrease once their contract is up. They're at what five hundred and eighty million. Yes, right. Their current per year contract for television. Yes, okay. and that of course split between Fox and NBC. IndyCar's not on. No, IndyCar's it goes not on all that. the way down to WNBA. Notre Dame is the bottom feeder at, on this one. That's at fifteen million a year. Hey, where are your Longhorns? I don't even see that. I see Notre Dame. We don't see Texas Longhorns. I see Big 12, but I also see, I can't oh, yeah, believe yeah, the yeah. Pac-12. 
their TV rights are more than the ACC, NHL, and Big 12. The Big 10 has the biggest TV package. That, I don't, why not SEC? That doesn't make sense. Just right below them. Well, no, wait a minute. I think what's happened here is that, uh, according to that, the PGA is get seventy five million, and I think what they probably uh, the people at Liberty probably looked at that, said the audiences are about the same, the demographics ah. about the same, so they can ask for seventy five million. But uh, like we're saying, the people are trying to get out of the commercial business, and uh, mm-hmm. I just don't see people uh, standing in line to give them that kind of money. And there's not that much, uh, not that many people want to give them money for commercials to sell BMWs and Cadillacs like they do with the PGA. Then we got about a minute. Then why wouldn't it make more sense for them to go to a, a subscription service like Netflix and Amazon where you don't need to run? Com- well, I say that because HBO Max, you're running freaking commercials in a damn movie. Damn it. You are mad at that. Yeah. Well, I, that would make sense to, uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, and they would probably get the, the people are so dedicated, depending on what the charge is. But everything is CNN plus Speed Freaks plus everything is, uh, you know, charging plus, you know, five dollars a month. We've had I've had that grouse and complain for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> no nudity on Speed Freaks plus. Not intended, at least. <laughs> That's oh, not wow. the plan. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Big second hour, Freak Nation. Benny Bloss, Supercross pilot, ran in St. Louis last night, finally back on a bike, running for Team Tedder and Lucas Oil. He's going to join us next hour. And Raja Karuth, running on the ARCA Series, the National Series. He'll join us in the second hour. More on Formula One and the noise that they're making. Not much motorsports and your stat man scat. All that coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. Crash Gladys. And Statman. Here's the Freaks. Freak Nation, second hour of the Freaks from Lucas Oil Studios. Last hour, Cynthia Gaultier joined us here in the Freak Nation. Did I say that right, Crasher? Gaultier. Gaultier. Driving the Lucas Oil Stabilizer Monster Truck from Monster Jam. She was in here. We'll have that up on our website at speedfreaks.tv and up on YouTube, separated for you tomorrow. Uh, you be sure and follow us at uh, Official Speed Freaks here in the Freak Nation or, um, on YouTube. Just somewhere. <laughs> All these places you have to go now. 
Yeah, Richie, can you freaking millennials who invent all these damn social media platforms have one thing just either to like it or subscribe or <laughs> retweet? What's going on? It, it's confusing as hell. That'd be too easy. That'd be too easy, wouldn't it? Yeah. Can't make it easy on us uh, creators nowadays. Yeah, which is worse, that or the fact that Apple changes their G-damn connection for every freaking phone and iPad? Oh, the, the, yeah, the plug-in. <laughs> what is that? It, can't we all just get along? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Benny Bloss, Supercross pilot. He'll be joining us in about 10 minutes. He'll be here. Also, Raja Karuth, a uh, big-time Arca Series driver, making a whole lot of noise in the Arca Series, so much so that when the Arca Series was running in Phoenix, I, I heard from numerous people that there are a number of NASCAR Xfinity Series, Truck Series, and Cup Series owners looking at Raja Karuth Mm -hmm. and eventually moving up into the Big Boy Series. He's got driving skills, hell of a personality, and let's just address the the elephant in the room. He's an African-American. He's kicking ass in the Arca Series. It'd be a big deal to get him up in the Cup Series, the Truck Series, Xfinity Series, go up there and win some damn races. I thought you were going to say, let's address the elephant in the room, that you are old and you could not figure out how to do something with the camera when we were interviewing him. And he's Mm. like, oh, no, just give it to me. I'm pretty good at this stuff. And we're like, no, 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 it's okay. We got it. And then we couldn't figure it out. And finally, Richie's like, okay, yeah, if you can help. And boom, it took him maybe 10 seconds and he figured it out for us. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, he's a pretty smart kid. (laughs) So, yeah, big second hour here in the Freak Nation. Kyle Busch made some noise. He doesn't like to run on dirt. Cut the cord. Cut the cord. Uh, Because Richard Petty says it sets the series back. Statman, Crash, please put put your Kyle Busch helmet on. Excuse me. Or Richard Petty helmet. How does that set the series back when you're trying to explore new ideas, new things? If you're not a dirt fan, okay, great. I'm not a thousand foot fan for the NHRA at every j- damn track. It's like change is tough for people. And uh, Kyle Bush, he's not Richard Petty age. Like Kyle Petty talked about uh, his dad not getting used to these new cars. Oh, right. It's like, settle down, man. They're just give NASCAR some credit when they've been stuck, stuck in the mud for so many years of being that Southern series of not understanding it. But look at it now. There you go. <laughs> if you're watching us on YouTube and Facebook Live, Richard Petty not entirely sold on NASCAR's desire to get dirty. Richie, did you read this at all before you put it up on our screen? I did. He was he was basically saying that more or less when the NASCAR was first founded when he was racing, <laughs> dirt racing was the thing. But that's not the case anymore. If they want to keep moving the sport forward racing on dirt isn't the case. And he was kind of basically calling dirt racing um, amateur basically is what he, what he was saying. I'll scroll down here a little bit and read you the quote. He said, I have to be careful careful here because there's some politics involved and I don't want to annihilate NASCAR on this. I guess I'm looking at it from an old time deal because we spent years and years and years trying to become a professional sport years and years to get away from that stigma that racing wasn't professional, but dirt track racing is not professional. So we're going backward. It would be like taking a professional football team and going back to play at a high school field. Okay, that's 
That's apples to oranges, but okay. Well, wait a minute. The the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, before they built the new stadium, they played on a high school field, a uh, <laughs> soccer field, in fact, for a couple of years. Right. Uh, oh, that's right. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it, I think all of this, if Richard Petty was, if his team was winning oh. or if Kyle Busch was winning, they would they wouldn't have anything to say about it but since they're losing they don't want to do anything different uh you know they 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 plus neither one of them i would bet neither one of them has had to sell a ticket and that means that they've never had the opportunity to go out and ask tap somebody on the shoulder and say hey give me a hundred dollars i'll show you a good race we are resuming with another round Speed Freaks We promise to suck less Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined The Freaks As I was saying, resuming with another round of affiliates here at the Freak Nation Lucas Oil Studios Statman Crash Gladys Kenny Sargent Coming up, Benny Bloss Supercross star will be here in the Freak Nation. Also, Raja Karuth, ARCA series pilot, he'll be here. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes on the edge of us bringing in another round of affiliates and Speed Freaks. Brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com. That's GeneralTire.com to find out how you can save up to 70 bucks when you purchase four qualifying passenger tires from General Tire. GeneralTire.com. Crasher. All right, I got cut off in the first hour when talking about the Long Beach Grand Prix. So let's start this hour news and notes with the Long Beach Grand Prix. And, of course, Stadium Super Trucks being a part of that. Robbie Gordon taking the double there. IndyCar and IMSA, the two headline races. First in IMSA, Sebastian Bourdais started on pole with a blazing qualifying lap from Friday. He pulled out and began lapping even up to the GTD cars when, well, he made a mistake and he hit the wall. When he restarted, he was last. But get this, before turning over the driver to, driving duties to Ranger Vanderzandy, he drove like a banshee through the field to regain the lead. Regain the lead. And then Ranger ended up driving it to the end and to victory circle. It's just first to last, back to first, all in the span of an hour. How is that possible? So, yeah, just badass drive. I hope to get Sebastian Bourdais on here sometime this week to talk about it. In IndyCar, Colton Herta certainly showed how starting up front in Long Beach is key, but then his pit stop was slow and, oops, he was third. That, I think, contributed to him overcooking it before coming in for another stop and he was done. The battle up front, though, was pretty intense. It was between Alex Pelot, Romain Grosjean, Statman's boy, and Joseph Newgarden. In this so far all-team Penske year, however, Newgarden grabbed the checkers. Get this, his first ever in Long Beach. The Formula One race that was down under, and they put on a crazy show in their return to Oz. How's that 2022 car going for Max Verstappen, huh? Huh? Mm. We've talked about it throughout this show. Say it isn't so. Statman called this before the season. He just is now claiming he didn't think it would happen this fast. But Verstappen being out with that, Charles Leclerc cruised to another win on the season. I think he leads Verstappen now by 46 points. Amazing. For all your other information, go to racer.com and speedsport.com. Go get you some. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Your engine is one of the most important components of your vehicle. When improperly maintained, you can experience mechanical wear, poor fuel economy, or even a breakdown. 
Lucas High Performance Motor Oils are proven to lower oil temperatures for longer oil life, reduce metal fatigue, and keep engines clean and free of deposits much longer. They protect against oil foaming, slow oil burning, and raise oil pressure in worn engines. For more information, visit lucasoil.com. Lucas Oil, keep that engine alive. General Tire offers a wide variety of options that will stand against whatever life brings your way. Whatever you drive, truck, car, or SUV, General Tire has long-lasting, all-season Ultimax RT43 to the aggressive all-terrain grabber ATX. General Tire covers on-road performance, off-road capability, and durability. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, getting speed freaks where we've needed to be since 2001. Hey, I'm Kyle Busch. The biggest racing weekend ever at Worldwide Technology Raceway is coming June 3rd through the 5th. The party starts Thursday with a NASCAR Fan Fest and Hauler Parade at Ballpark Village. Cup practice and truck qualifying on Friday, cup qualifying and the Toyota 200 on Saturday, and it all wraps up on Sunday with the Enjoy Illinois 300. This is the first time in a lifetime to see the NASCAR Cup Series at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Go to WorldwideTechnologyRaceway.com to get your tickets now. Brought to you in part by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7, 365. works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. Hey, Freak Nation, our friends at General Tire are back at it, and they want to give you up to $70 on a Visa prepaid card just for purchasing four passenger tires on General Tire from now through April 30th. That's $70, guys. Spring is here, so show off your new tires, your new Generals at the picnic, park, dirt. You know where to get them. It's that easy. Guys, for more information, just check out General Tire. General Tire delivers for whatever life brings your way, and yes, General Tire is the official tire of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Soul Studios, Freak Nation, 22 years of doing this, just this. That's all we've done for 22 years is Speed Freaks Mm -hmm. from the Lucas Oil Studios. Again, lucasoil.com, a great website to check out for all fine products to keep your ride or your rides on the road, inside your engine, outside your engine. Go to lucasoil.com. Benny Bloss, Team Tedder, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And uh, Benny Bloss fell off the damn map. He wrecked in a crash or at a practice crash, and then we hadn't we didn't seen him for a number of races, but he's back on the bike for St. Louis. And Benny, when you crash 
in practice, is that kind of like a, you know, a human being like me where I break my arm by, you know, maybe just slipping on the ice versus getting in a fight? You know, you want a good story. Oh, I kicked this guy's ass, but I broke my arm. Ah, Benny, you, you crashed in practice. Is that, is that kind of the same thing? Honestly, kind of. Um, <laughs> it's People are like, oh, you race dirt bikes. So is that how you crash? Well, eh, yeah, kind of, but not really. Um, <laughs> you definitely want a good story, and it's never a good story. So it's a little frustrating, not going to lie. So who makes that call to sponsors and Supercross? Do they say, well... Benny's not going to make it. We got to find another rider. We know who the rider was. Do you make that call? Does your manager, does your team, who makes that call? Um, so the team manager was actually with me the day that I crashed. And so oh. he went to the hospital with me. Um, so he makes all those calls. Um, in the past, it's kind of been a certain teams. Like we'll have you reach out to some people, the team reach out to other people. Um, but they, the team reached out to all the sponsors and I actually reached out to a good bit of sponsors as well to tell them and um, wasn't super active on social media, sharing updates and stuff, which is my fault, but um, kind of the team tries to do most of that, I would say. However, is there, I mean, nothing is fun about not being able to do your job, especially when you love your job of racing dirt bikes. But was there a little bit of satisfaction being able to see the season unfold and get you even more hyped up to be able to come back and say, I'm ready now. To, I know who I need to go put a whooping on. Kind of, I guess. Uh, honestly, it was mostly just frustrating. Oh. I've been a part of a lot of supercross seasons, but I think this is my sixth or seventh year. Um, and watching the 450 class, it was like, it seemed like a lot of guys got hurt more than normal. And so the class was kind of thinning out, which was frustrating for me. Cause it's like, you know, that's just another place. It's unfortunate, but it's another place better that you could do. Hmm. Um, so it's kind of frustrating to watch it. And it's just so hard to watch the races and not be able to, to race. Like it's, so I'm living in California and the first five races are in California. So I was oh. going to them and it's just like, I would leave, I would watch practice and then I would go back home for the night show and watch it at home. And it's just, just like being there is so hard to watch and see all your friends that are racing and riding. And it's just, it makes it difficult. What were you able to learn though? I mean, what were you able to gather through the frustration that you can apply now for the rest of your season with your competition? Uh, I was, that's one of the positives is you can, <laughs> you can watch everything, see how everything unfolds. You can take and learn from stuff. I watched a lot of the practices and races with my trainer, Davey Millsaps, and we were kind of able to, he was able to point out like what I do compared to what some of the better guys do and like what we can work on in the future. And it's just cool to be able to see, especially when you're there to be able to see what the top guys are doing and then try to apply it to what you do. Once you come back, um, it's hard though. Now, hold on. I know Statman's got a couple questions. You brought up Davey Millsaps and didn't I see somewhere that you love doing wind sprints with him. You love running with him, right? <laughs> I, I think I told somebody about it, and then I saw that in the post. I was like, oh, yeah, brings back great memories. <laughs> mm. 
thankfully right now I can't run, so I don't have to worry about doing those. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. Those I think were some of my least favorite in track in high school. Oh, wind yeah. sprints. Wind sprints. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Benny Bloss, supercross rider. Uh, this is an unfair question. I'm warning you ahead of time, but the media does that sometimes. I would, in doing the research, you're coming back from an injury, a collarbone, I believe. And I was looking at the list of guys that are out or coming back. And is that super cross? And is that fair for a sport to be just spit out the people that are partake in it so easily? The injuries are, I hadn't noticed that before. We've been following supercross for more than 20 years yeah it seems like this year has been harder on guys um a lot of guys have crashed at the races i don't know if it's just the tracks are getting tougher it's the guys are getting faster so it's um you know ups the intensity of everything but it definitely seems like there's been more injuries for me it was a practice crash before the season so um it's just a really gnarly sport and tough and um, it's just a part of it, unfortunately. Does that add a level of, I don't know, I, I can't think of the word right now, but a level of unsureness about the thing when, when guys can uh, be taken out just from the sport because it is so fast and it seems like they're building these tracks to to take you out is that is that just a bad observation am i doing something wrong <laughs> i honestly just uh, for me it's almost kind of like brings excitement to it because it's like you have to be especially supercross you have to be so focused on what you're doing because just the smallest little mistake could be huge and so it kind of provides challenge especially when the tracks are tougher and more dangerous. It's, it challenges you to be more mentally focused on what you're doing, try to be the best you can be. But, you know, there is a certain level where you have to maybe sometimes back it down, but um, I think it adds excitement to it. And I think fans kind of get that as well. Well, who started, I'm sorry, Stabman, I'm cutting you off for a reason. Who started the debate, I think a couple of weeks ago on social media saying, or campaigning to slow these bikes down? And are you in agreement with that? I don't know who started it, but, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's really the fix because, well, number one, I don't think anybody in the industry would actually do that. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's. It's hard because it's like the easier tracks are usually where guys crash more because the intensity is higher because everything's so simple. Everyone's closer together. So it's like you have to push that much harder just to get like that extra little bit of time. Um, whereas almost if the track is more technical, it seems like guys crash more, which is or crash less, which is weird. But I really don't know how you fix it, to be honest. I don't think that you really can. Um, it's kind of a weird situation. I know that we were, the, the speed freaks were in Las Vegas several years ago at the big final there. And we were trackside uh, and where the guys were coming into the stadium, into the whoops. And I always thought of Supercross as being 
highly technical and great skill, but the speed of the bikes was. <laughs> I I looked at Kenny and I said, "Dude, you you can't believe how fast these guys are going until you get trackside." Um, and you're saying that the the uh, technical tracks, it seems like the guys get injured less. And is that is that something that the speed adds to the chances that maybe the rider will take in order to get to the front and win? I think so. And Vegas especially is it's different than most places because you go out of the stadium and you come back in. But I will agree that we probably go a little too fast there. Um, obviously we haven't raced there in a few years, but I mean, there were some years where you're fourth, fifth gear wide open on a 450, which is very, very fast heading into like a rhythm section or a sand roller section. And I'm not a fan of that, to be honest. Um, but it's just kind of part of it, but the track, I don't, the <laughs> debate on what, where a guy's going to get hurt more, or hurt less. Mm. It's, it's hard. Really. They don't, there's not much that they can control over it. I would say. Freak nation. His name is Benny Blah, supercross pilot returning to supercross in St. Louis this weekend, Lucas oil studios and Benny, Jimmy button. We've, we've known him when he rode. And then of course with the injury and so forth, but, one of the things that he talked about back in the day was him being so slender and tall, he had to ride the bike, at least back then, much different than uh, shorter riders. And that's obvious. But with the technical buildup of these bikes and where they are now, do you find yourself being, what, 6'4", 6'5", going, look, guys, I, I've either got an advantage or a disadvantage being so damn tall? Yeah, it definitely has advantages and disadvantages. Um Honestly, I think my biggest disadvantage is my weight compared to the shorter guys. It's hmm. really hard for me to compete like on starts, let's say when I'm 190 pounds and I'm on the same speed bike as a guy who's 145 pounds or 150 pounds. It's just, it's really hard to compete with that. Um, but then I have advantages, like let's say the whoops, I have such long legs. It gives me if my bike kind of goes wrong a lot easier for me to get it back to normal, hmm. um, like roller sections, there's just certain sections on the track that I feel like I can get through easier and better. And then other sections where it's kind of harder for me. Um, I think mud as well is an advantage because I have such long legs. If, if I'm starting to go down, I just put my leg down and keep myself up. Um, <laughs> I've had really good mud races in the past and I've also had really, really bad mud races in the past. So, um, I'm not a person to argue one way or the other for there, but definitely has advantages and disadvantages. No, I could certainly see that I, I've ridden myself, but then I couldn't imagine being six, five, a buck 90 on a bike. I'm six foot a buck 95. So, uh, that's a, that's, that's a whole nother story, but, <laughs> When you talk about your your the weight on the bike, has there ever been discussion on uh, of on bikes applying weight to meet a certain weight, or is it, hmm. or is that even part of the conversation? I don't think that's ever really been a discussion. Not that I've ever heard it. Because I, you, I've 
stat crash. I've never heard from a rider saying, yep, I'm a little heavier than the other riders and it's a disadvantage. I've never heard. I've heard of it in IndyCar. I remember when Danica Patrick was racing in the mid 2000s in IndyCar and yeah, drivers, some of the taller drivers, the, you know, just they weigh more than her. She's what, four foot nine on a good day. So I get that. I'm talking about on a motorcycle. I've never heard it on a bike. Mostly like there's sections, like if there's a big jump that's really abrupt, it's just my bike isn't going to go quite as fast as quick um, to get over certain stuff like that. Whoa. Benny Bloss, this sort of sounds just formulating this question in my head made me sound (laughs) stupid, but do they require uh, for someone your size, do they require a different bike like they do in a road bike? Do you have a longer this or a shorter that? No. Um, so we have like regulations and stuff, I think on how the bikes, um, I think maybe you can add certain stuff to them, but you can't take away and they have to be like, I race the 450 class. I have to race on a 450 that stock frame. There's just not, I don't think there's much that you can do. Hey, with you returning to Missouri, your, your home state, did a lot of people hammer you for tickets and passes for the race in the STL? Honestly, not really. I've had a couple people reach out to me. I can imagine my mom has had a lot of people reach out to her, but I think my parents got a suite with like 50 people and it's like, it was full with within like four days or something. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But I'm going to have a lot of friends and family at this race. So it's, it's cool to come back here. Um, that's where I want to go this weekend. That's the party suite, man. man sweet. <laughs> yes. You are from Oak Grove and you you would really be a badass if you knew what your town, according to Wiki, if you knew what your town was originally called. You have any idea? I have no idea. So it's, it hasn't always been Oak Grove? No, uh, evidently it was originally called Lick Skillet. Yes. <laughs> 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 You're originally from Lick Skillet, Jackson County, Missouri, Bitty Bloss. Interesting. <laughs> and that's real. Yeah. According to Wiki, According it says to Wiki. Okay, a post office on. called Oak Grove has been in operation since 1840. However, the town was originally called Lick Skillet. <laughs> I can honestly say I've never heard that. <laughs> they didn't teach you that in history class when you were in school? <laughs> I was homeschooled, so no. <laughs> Mom! And all these years, you said you're from Oak Grove. Imagine being 12, 13 years oh old, gosh. rolling into an outdoor. I'm from Lickskillet, baby. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting to hear on the uh, on the intercom. That's for right. Sure. <laughs> from Lickskillet, Missouri. <laughs> the things you learn in the Freak Nation, Benny. <laughs> Oh, boy. No wonder the baby was crying. (laughs) Get dad off that interview. That's (laughs) greatness. Hey, man, uh, we're happy for We're happy that you're back on the bike representing the colors of Lucas Oil and Team Tatterman. Go out there and make a whole lot of noise and make people realize why the hell they missed you for the first half of the season. I will. Thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. You got it, buddy. Absolutely. Good Good luck. luck. Thank you. Competition is hard. It's tough to look someone in the eye and tell them, I'm better than you are. 
uh, proving it is difficult in the extreme. That's why it requires a certain mindset in any competition, but especially a non-team competition where you're one-on-one against someone who thinks just like you do. I read some comments from IndyCar driver Pato Award this weekend. Pato told Marshall Pruitt he was trying to find his center again. Uh, This was after a great season last year that was full of celebrations and smiles. So many that Award spent the offseason flirting with McLaren F1. Funny what a new year brings, though. We're very early in the IndyCar season, but Award admits to struggling and listening to the voices in his ears and head. They're telling him to do this and that with results that are down from last year. So hard to stay in your head and not your ears, though. Ask the greats like Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, and Tiger Woods. Takes more than talent to rise to the top and stay there. That's why success is so confusing. The difference between winning and losing is but a blink, a shadow at the center of oneself. It's tough to find sometimes. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Back with the Freaks, Lucas Hall Studios, speedfreaks.tv, of course, is the website. This yeah. of the show, we'll have it up there for you. Uh, in the morning, Freak Nation, you've got a plethora of things to pull from, whether it's a single interview or a full show. You go to speedfreaks.tv, man. You can listen to the full two hours. Or if you missed the Cynthia Gautier interview, driving the Lucas Hall Stabilizer, Monster Truck, bam, we'll be up there for you tomorrow morning. Raja Karuth running the Arca series. And Crasher, you remember some of the conversations we had with people in the upper level series that this guy's going places. Oh, absolutely. And then he showed it. He went on to show it that weekend mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah, he has not been physically behind the wheel of a race car for that long compared to his age. So, yeah, he got a lot of his smarts from iRacing and it has translated nicely for him yeah. now that he is physically in the cockpit. We caught up with him when he was hanging out in Phoenix, as Crasher was talking about. Just a good dude, dry sense of humor. Uh, some good insight <laughs> to Raja Karuth. Joining us now here in Speed Freak Spits and the Lucas Oil Studios. One of those races where things are going so awesome and then suddenly a $2 part crashes out or just breaks and causes yes. you to crash up. Yes. How frustrating is that? Honestly, okay. So Dover last year, this is my fourth race in an ARCA car. You know, fast as I've ever really been before at Dover, very fast racetrack, and um, was running third, and then I blew a right front tire like three laps or five laps before like the scheduled break to get new tires. So that was at first, you know, especially since I'm so screen green to everything, like my reactions are somewhat like subdued. I'm never like ah or like ah, like I'm just kind of just <laughs> the same. And that day I was kind of just like, uh, but part of me was like. I was, we were really running third and then um, just overwore the, the right front tire. So, yes, that has happened before. Hopefully, we don't experience that again. 
Um, but I mean, that's part of racing. So I think it's important to just be not necessarily subdued, right? But be kind of as even keel and in, in, in equilibrium as possible. That's easier said than done, though. It's, yeah. It does seem like it's your personality, but as you see throughout all the garages, whether it's NHRA, IndyCar, NASCAR, whatever, that's just plain not easy when your adrenaline is pumping as high as it is. Yes, exactly. Um, like, luckily, like you said, like through, even through sports growing up, like I was never a fiery, like I'm not a fiery person. We'll find out Oops. where he gets his, intervie- his interviewing skills from, whether it's mom or dad. Raja Carruth, a little tease. We'll resume with more Raja Carruth coming up next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. And Richard C. Swabby, thank you very much for that reminder. <laughs> kind of got ahead of myself there, Freak Nation. <laughs> right? More freaks coming up. <laughs> Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. General Tire offers a wide variety of options that will stand against whatever life brings your way. Whatever you drive, truck, car, or SUV, General Tire has long-lasting, all-season Altimax RT43 to the aggressive all-terrain grabber ATX. General Tire covers on-road performance, off-road capability, and durability. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, getting speed freaks where we've needed to be since 2001. Hey, I'm Kyle Busch. The biggest racing weekend ever at Worldwide Technology Raceway is coming June 3rd through the 5th. The party starts Thursday with the NASCAR Fan Fest and Hauler Parade at Ballpark Village. Cup practice and truck qualifying on Friday, cup qualifying and the Toyota 200 on Saturday, and it all wraps up on Sunday with the Enjoy Illinois 300. This is the first time in a lifetime to see the NASCAR Cup Series at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Go to WorldwideTechnologyRaceway.com to get your tickets now. Brought to you in part by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. Lucas Oil, it works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Freak Nation, our buds at General Tire want to give you... 70 bucks back on a Visa prepaid card. How do you get it? Well, you buy four qualifying passenger tires from General Tire, up to 70 bucks back. Uh, we're not talking these high-performance bad boys you see in the Arca series. Passenger tires. You follow me? For more information, go to GeneralTire.com. GeneralTire.com. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. And, of course, the official tire 
of the Freak Nation. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, I got a little ahead of myself. I, I started the Raja Karuth. I'll be listen, I'll pull the curtain back. Well, there's no curtain because you're watching it happen on YouTube and Facebook Live. I, I meant to play the Raja Karuth interview. This segment. You have hard cl- see, I don't even get to the hard clocks and affiliates this and tones that and Statman staying awake. It's freaking four o'clock in the morning in <laughs> Eastern Europe where he's what? <laughs> so damn late. East Coast. <laughs> but yeah, you kind of couldn't play the interview when you started it last segment. So you're like, yeah, yeah, oops. It's a little tease, man. It got people fired Lots up. I can tell, tease. man. The internet's go. blowing up, oh, man. Yes, yes. Roger Cruz, top five trend right now. Mm-hmm. Statman, you still with us there, my, my man? Who? Yeah. What? <laughs> Where are we? I, yeah. I don't know what's going on. It's kind of the way I feel from time to time here in the Freak Nation. <laughs> uh, not much motorsports coming up. Uh, be careful what you leave in your car, especially if you're visiting the desert. You never know what desert animal may decide to jump in your car. All right, Raja Karuth, ARCA Series pilot. He's a badass, and a lot of Cup Series, Xfinity Series, and truck teams looking to him to move up quicker than usual because he's a hell of a driver. Great personality. Social media is strong. He's an African-American that can kick some ass. Roger Carruth, we caught up with him earlier. He joined us now in the Speed Freaks pits. Go ahead, Crasher. One of those races where things are going so awesome and then suddenly a $2 part crashes out or just breaks and causes yes. you to crash out. Yes. How frustrating is that? Honestly, okay. So Dover last year, this is my fourth racing in an ARCA car. You know, fastest I've ever really been before at Dover. Very fast racetrack. And... um was running third and then i blew a right front tire like three laps or five laps before like the scheduled break to get new tires so that was at first you know especially since i'm so screen green to everything like my reactions are somewhat like subdued i'm never like ah or like ah, like i'm just kind of just the same and that day i was kind of just like uh, but part of me was like i was we were really running third and then um just overwore the the right front tire so yes that has happened before hopefully we don't experience that again um but i mean that's part of racing so i think it's important to just be not necessarily subdued right but be kind of as even keel and and an equilibrium as possible that's easier said than done though it's, yeah. it does seem like it's your personality but as you see throughout all the garages whether it's nhra indycar nascar whatever that's just plain not easy when your adrenaline is pumping as high as it is yes exactly um like luckily like you said like through even through sports growing up like i was never a fiery like i'm not a fiery person you know so i'm not gonna really let my my emotions make me do something stupid or, or mouth off or, or yell at people. Um, I mean, I'm going to stand up for myself regardless, but like, I'm not going to, you know, mouth off of interviews or yell on the radio or anything. Like I'm a, I'm a pretty chill person. But you know, you can talk trash without being vile. Cause that's, that's like, what's the word I'm looking for? That's that trends. That goes viral. That could be good stuff. Yeah, you're right. I think <laughs> definitely I'll have to, uh, 
be, be relevant this year, not only from being from on the racetrack results, but, you know, doing some some cool stuff off the racetrack. <laughs> Hopefully nothing negative, but no, no, so. just fun yes Raja Ruth here in the Freak Nation and Raja you know the importance of social media you get after it from time to time is that also part of your calling card is like look these are the things that I can generate on yes. Instagram and yes. Twitter yes sell me on it yes so basically the whole luckily like we were talking about before you know I'm the iPad generation mm-hmm. like grew up with phones we grew up on these networks talking with people that we otherwise would not talk to seeing things we probably shouldn't see but at the same time <laughs> like you know especially the younger people like everybody's on there and getting their information from uh these social media platforms right so oftentimes people are gonna search for news not through news channels but through twitter and instagram so the way to to show that um I don't know how to say it. i guess the roi or not the roi but um the value of this social is like how many look at how many eyes are going into this right and so for me personally like through the stuff i've done over the past couple of years i've built kind of a following through my sim racing and uh on and off the racetrack i guess endeavors and now i can i have somewhat of a of good numbers on there so i can include that in my my decks to partners and say hey yeah if you work with us and we work together your logo is going to be on my stuff I'm going to promote you guys because we're in it together. So it's not only uh, mutually beneficial for the things that you provide to me, but the stuff that I provide to you. But not all companies are getting that. So I'm hoping you just stay with the ones that get it. Big question, though. Instagram, yes. Twitter, yes. Facebook, maybe. TikTok? TikTok is that's like 18 to honestly, like five or six, to be honest with you. Like but you do, it. you do it. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm. I have. Wait, what just happened there? Eighteen to like five or six. Yeah. Because what just I, happened? I literally you mean five it. to eighteen year old. Yes, because I was scrolling on Twitter some the other day yeah. and I seen this like seven year old kid had someone someone like put it took it off TikTok and put it on Twitter mm-hmm. to like make it a viral tweet or whatever. I'm just like the seven year old doing TikTok. Now some kids' parents are are like good and don't let them use social platforms because yeah. then they'll get curious and look for stuff but some aren't and just let them go so saying that to say tiktok is good because you have especially like 14 18 right there's a lot of us on there and it's very easy to catch fire on there and get something viral going even if it's something like like a meme or something or something like stupid like people are gonna <laughs> People that that gets clicks and that generates <laughs> revenue. So, um, I think TikTok is important for the 18 and under right now. Especially, honestly, I'm 19. I'm on it a lot. It's pretty funny. It's 20s too. But yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like some of my friends are like mid mid 20s. I just made some of them feel old. But, <laughs> um, they use it too. My mom not so much. My dad not right. so much. But uh, I think TikTok's important. All right, this is what we have to do. We know TikTok's important. We're rebelling against it. We don't want to do it. We need a racetrack somewhere in the near future. We need you to school us on TikTok, and we can go around a racetrack and you show us how it actually works. I can do that. I can, uh, I can get you guys. <laughs> Stop it, man! I'm sorry. You need to do it. It's the future. The future <laughs> is here. But what's? The, why do we need Snapchat? Snapchat is a communication method. It's not really. Like honestly, I don't really use it anymore. But that's mm-hmm. kind of like middle high school. But it's, it's like, 
<laughs> it's communication. It's honestly not even social networking because you've got to like, well, I mean, uh, it's social networking, but it's not with like pages and stuff right. that lasts. So it's more so literally like talking with people. See, and TikTok lasts. That's why you have to keep it, Kenny. What brought you from Georgia to D.C.? So really, his parents work. Um, I've grew up in DC from 09 to 2020 when mm-hmm. I graduated high school. So I love DC. That's, that's my home. Yeah. Did you hear what he just said? Yeah. 2020 when I graduated high school, you kind of feel cheated the way the world kind of dropped yeah, out. At that kind of sucked because literally I did my senior project in March the week, like stuff was shut down. And then I went to North Carolina cause that's when we were going to start lay model racing. Then everything got shut down. So then I went back to DC. But then I come back, came back in June. So I graduated on a computer. Didn't have prom either. That kind of sucked. I was really looking forward to prom. So I'm going to, that's why I'm telling my little sister, like, you got to go because yeah. I didn't have one. Oh. And all the, all little children or not the children, but high school kids are like, oh man, I don't want to go to prom. It's not cool. You, please go. Cause I really wish I had one. To be honest. Wow. Yes. What a mind blowing thing to happen as a senior in high school. Yeah, but you're you're a race car driver now. It's all good. I mean, yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm thankful to thankful to do it. Yes. Yeah. yes you know, that's true, because when when you get involved in racing and coming out of high school, you haven't really been a full year of, oh, of yeah. the freedom of not having to wear a mask and not having to be concerned about getting vaccinations and all of this. This is, is this your first year of being in a race car to where you're experiencing new freedoms of like, I can walk into a media center, not worry about wearing a mask. Um, I mean, it don't really matter to me. Like it, it's just, uh, whatever the people in power decide to do, Yeah, you know, I gonna do whatever, I do it to be safe and to have my family be safe. And, you know, that's really it. That's true. I mean, because we know it as being different and the, the garages being maybe a little emptier and the grandstands, it, much of it, definitely not full. Um, so, yeah, we know it as being yeah. a little different, but you don't know it as being any different. So it's still good for you. Yeah. I mean, it, it don't really it's not any different to yeah. me. Like I remember when it, when it wasn't, um, I guess limited numbers of people being in and, uh, social distancing and stuff. And it was a little bit different last year going to, uh, like Dover and, and other racetracks where it wasn't people walking around like the midways and mm-hmm. the infield. So that was like a little bit different, but at the same time, like I didn't pay any mind to it. I know it was for correct reason. So, um, when things are back to normal, um, and we'll probably make it a whole lot cooler. Who's the manager? Do you have your mom or your dad's? My dad's. Yeah. My dad's. We're, I would say we're both very just chill. Right. Um, I'll say I, I'm after my dad. Is he a helicopter parent? Is he just hovering above you? Or is he my dad is not. My mom is. Whoa. My mom is. My dad is not. Whoa. Is it because she's worried about racing or is well, it? Well, like- even before I raced. Okay. Even before I raced. So, but hey. I go to college now in our race, so I can't can't get any better than that. Right. It's awesome. <laughs> Roger Carruth here at the Freak Nation. Oh, we're gonna end it on that. That's about a twenty five minute conversation here that was from good. Phoenix International Raceway. Sorry for the audio. Uh we will figure this thing out. Uh, we've been doing this for almost twenty two years. Every now and then you have a Wouldn't glitch, which is just kind of part of it, man. Roger, mm-hmm. look in the camera and say later. Deuces. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs>
Not, not much, much motorsports. Not much motorsports. Helio oh, or Helio. Not, 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 not. Well, not only much, that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Loose. Not much motorsports. <laughs> freaks. Not much motorsports. <laughs> All right. I had a bad case of heartburn, man. If I had my mic open, I'd be trying to yak up a javelina. Oh, what a segue. You like that? Whoa. <laughs> Richie, can you bring up this story? <sighs> if you're a golfer. <laughs> oh. Picture looks awesome. Okay. Happy Havelina. Was there a video to go along with this too, Richard? Just the pictures yeah, from uh, the Yavapai yeah. County Sheriff's Office. I thought they had one where the Havelina <laughs> was trying to get the orange dust off his mouth. Is that, they didn't show that one? <laughs> well, let's share with the Freak Nation what the hell we're talking about right now. we got many affiliates out there with the listeners going, hey, uh, orange, what, off the Havelina's mouth? So Havelina jumped into Cornville, jumped into into a car in Cornville, Arizona, to grab a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> when the deputy arrived on the scene, there was a Subaru station wagon containing a wild Havelina stuck inside. Spoke to the neighbors, the owner of the Subaru. The deputy learned that the Havelina jumped inside the open hatchback of the car and uh, finished off a bag of Doritos or bag of Cheetos. <laughs> It's actually pretty smart. Good for that mm-hmm. Havelina. What a tasty delicacy for them. That's kind Cheetos of are tasty what delicacy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're a if you're a golfer, you know there are certain golf courses where you do not leave anything, even bagged up, wrapped up, any type of food in your golf cart because in Arizona. Yeah, well, anywhere, Crasher. Oh, no, it could be anywhere. Well, okay, yeah. Because wild ass animals. Squirrels, birds, yeah, Harry Havelina, yeah, yeah, Havelinas to jump up there and get it. Crabs, <laughs> crabs. yeah, you don't want to, you don't want, you got to bag stuff up for crabs, yeah. <laughs> Statman, share with the Freak Nation. We since we've been doing the fine crabs. Come on, Statman. We. <laughs> We're on YouTube and Facebook Live and all of that. Uh, the the Radio Freak Nation has heard the story several times over the last 22 years. Share with the Freak Nation about you and your your crab story. I was maybe five years old. I was in uh, Maryland visiting family. Went to the wharf to get some uh, crabs. And I'm coming home with my aunt who stops at the grocery store, says, don't get out of the car. I'll be right back. So there's, you know, she tells, she goes into the store and I look over the front seat of the car and these crabs start falling out of the sacks in the back of the car. So, you know, I either, I could stay in the car and get eaten by these crabs or, bail out of the car and uh, disobey my aunt, you know? And when you're five years old, you don't disobey adults. So uh, (laughs) just as I was getting ready to pull on the handle to get out of this uh, Pontiac, Pontiac, Pontiac. (laughs) she comes back and laughs and and, uh, takes, you know, three or four crabs and tosses them back in the bag. And my, <laughs> my heart is pounding out of my chest by this point, you know? So 
She gets back and puts them in the pressure cooker, and I'm about here on the stove. And I can hear them scratching, you know, inside the pressure cooker. And uh, I said, I ain't eating that. So uh, everybody's sitting around just wailing on some crabs, and I, I made them cook me a hamburger. You know, every every refrigerator <laughs> in of America. crabs, you went to Cal. Yeah, every refrigerator in America has that pound of hamburger in it. So frozen, <laughs> but I had them thawed out and cooked me a hamburger. So true story, and I know we only have a couple seconds left. True story. I think it's a Dodge commercial. Every time I see that Dodge commercial, when the car does the, the oh, crab yeah. walk no, with a, the tires, yeah. I think of you. Yeah. It's a, uh, I think it's a GM for an electric GM. Yeah. Okay. 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 LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Freak Nation. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. We'll do it again next week, 7 o'clock Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Every Sunday night, don't forget speedfreaks.tv. Stat man, shoot that big old javelina. <laughs> shoot the juice to the moose. To the javelina <laughs> and cut it loose. See ya. <laughs> Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.